0: We're on the top line. I I should have just, uh, when I was recording on Friday, I should have just got to the Mishnah. So I'm not going to spend too long. Um, Basically, the flow was like this Um, Our Mishnah said that if a person goes to a cipher and says, write again, I have two wives named Sarah, write again, just write the name Sarah, and I'll decide which one and I'll use the concept of Brera to say retroactively that when I choose this one, retroactively that wife is who you had in mind, the Mishnah said no good. Okay. So if Hoysheh asked the Kasher, if Hoshi said, what if, I don't have the exact same case, what if I have a case where I go to a cipher and I have the same wives, two names, the same wife, and I say, listen, write the name Sarah, and whoever leaves the house first, that's who I'm going to use. It's using Brera Vaiter. So, review the said, that's Brera, that's the Mishnah, like what are we talking about? Abayah said, there's a big distinction. Not all brayers are the same. Not all brayers are created equal. The case of the Mishnah, the brayers is being activated by the husband. Your case, the brayer is being activated by other people. Rav said, I don't care. If you hold of Braira, you hold a Braira. If you don't hold of Braira, you don't hold of Braira. So, where is Abaya coming from? That some Braira is yes, some Braira is no. So, Rav Mesharshia Shia said, I could prove that two Tanoim hold like Abaya. Rav Yehud and Rav Shimon. Why? Because Rav Yehud and Rav Shimon do not believe in Braira because they say that if you're drinking a bottle of wine, and you have to separate trumas and Meisers. So Rameir says, here's what you could do. You could drink 70% of the bottle. Ah, you're drinking it, and it's a mixture of trumas and Meisers. Here's what you do. You drink 70% of the bottle, then you pour off afterwards truma Meisers, and Meisers, And Breira says retroactively, what you drink was chulin. That's what Mayer's is okay with. Rehmeyer is okay with. They don't hold of it. But, Shimon do hold of Breira in other cases. So, how do you reconcile that? The answer is, some Brera's are okay. Some brayros are not okay. If it's triggered by the person himself, like the bottle of wine, it's not good. If it's triggered by others, it is good. So the Gemara responds. I just wanted to end this shakvatay. I should have done this Friday. The answer is no. Really, of hold of Brera. always. So why do they have a problem with drinking seventy percent of the bottle and then pouring off some of the wine afterwards? That's Brera. Why are they assering it? Says the Gemara the reason why they have a problem with doing the bottle of wine uh, is not because of they don't believe in Brera they believe in Brera but here's the problem what's the concept of Brera? you have a bottle of wine you didn't separate trumas and meisers so you can't even take a sip what do you have to do? you have to pour off truma pour off meisers then it's permitted so mayor says, here's what you could do. You could drink 70% of the bottle and then afterwards pour off the truma, pour off the miser and Brera retroactively makes it that what you drink was not Teva. What you drink was chulin. What happens if you drink 70% of the bottle and you drop the bottle and you break it? You're over Surim. So the reason why they're against it is not because they don't believe in Brera. They believe the mechanics work. They just believe it's a terrible idea. Because if you drop the bottle and you don't end up actually separating the and Isis, you are a vernisser. So you're assuming that Rebihut HaRamir, Rebihut Shimon sometimes don't hold the Brer, sometimes do. Oh, it's a contradiction. And you have to say some Brerah, yes, and no, 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 no. All Brerahs are the same. It's either yes or no. They believe in Brera So what's their issue with the bottle of wine? Their issue with the bottle of wine is a practical concern. If you If you let the person drink the wine and then separate it afterwards, what happens if he doesn't? What if he drinks the whole thing? What if he breaks the bottle? What if he forgets? He's over in Isser. So says the Gemara. And how does Ramea respond? b'aka. Ramea says, I'll deal with it when they break the bottle. Meaning, Ramea says, well, if the, the bottle's not broke, what we'll have to be concerned for? It. Review the Shimon were very practical. They said, listen, this is a practically terrible idea. So it's not because Review the Shimon don't believe in Breaver. They believe in Breaver. They just believe this is a terrible idea. Okay. Fine. I, I, I did that yesterday when we were doing it in person. I just forgot to record it on Friday. Okay. Fine. Uh, Mishnah. Hakoysev toifse git'in Okay, so just to remember There's three parts of a get There's the typhus, There's the toifif And there's the chasima. Typhus is the generic stuff The generic details that's found in every get Toifif is the name Location uh, Woman's name, husband's name all, Date, you know, all the specifics And then the Hasima are the signatures Again, just to remind us of the Machleikes we've had many, many times between Rav Meir and Rav Lazar Rav Meir says, Eida chasima karti, which means the ikr part of the get, the part that has to be written lishma is the signatures and signatures alone. Rav Meir would have no problem if you filled out a get and you filled out the right names just because you're, uh, you know, like you can go to the stores and buy like the, 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 the the, the things where it's already filled out, you know, um, uh, bumper stickers, whatever you call it. The, 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 you can have it where it's filled out people's names. You could buy it like you know, uh, you know, John, and uh, you could buy all these things. Pref Ramer has no problem. The only thing he cares about is signing properly. Rav Leza disagrees. He says you don't even need signatures. So according to Rav Leza, what's the icker? The tariff? the date, the names, and the location. That needs to be written l'shma. The typhus doesn't actually need to be written Lishmah at all, according to everybody, except for Review, but we'll not put him. According to Mah and Rebbe Lazar, everyone agrees the typhus doesn't have to be written Lishmah. It's just Elazar is more inclined to require the typhus, the generic parts to be written in Lishmah. Gezairah, you might come to like if you allow the guy to write 80% of the body of the get, Shaloy Lishmah, it's gonna be very easy for him to fill out the names and the date and the location also Shaloilishmah. So, but again, the tariff is a machloikis, or of Meir and Rebbe Lazar, and the typhus would be a rabbinic. Gezerah, or to, you know, the, the the main the main part. So the Mishnah says like this Let's you have a cipher who wants to write uh he wants to pre-print Gitten. He wants to pre-print Gitten. thought you could say something. He wants to pre-print Gitten, Yeah. So what does he need to leave blank? So it says the Mishnah. he has to leave blank the name of the man, isha the name of the woman, Azman and the date. Okay, that's it. He's gotta leave the dates. And the name's blank. Can't write that in advance. Okay. When it comes to monetary documents, if you want to pre-print monetary documents, what do you got to do? You got to leave the name of the borrower, the name of the lender, the amount of money, and the date. A deed of sale, what do you have to leave blank? You have to leave the name of the 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 name of the buyer, the name of the seller, the amount of money, the date, and what thing they're buying. Okay, all those things need to be left blank. So Correct. We haven't mentioned that. Now, all of this is Mipnei Hatakana, is by Rabbinic Institute. So, that's going to be, that's a strange thing, because it sounds like, This is rabbinically ordained. What do you mean? Is this Darais? Is this Is this essential? Is this Takana? The Gemara will have many approaches to try to figure this out. Fine. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, all of this is no good. You cannot fill in any any document. Even though you're not filling in. Again, everyone agrees you have to leave the name, dates, location. Rabbi Yehuda's like, even that's no good. You cannot pre-fill out any document before. It's got to be written fresh. That's Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. And Reveluzar, Mahshibikulon, Chutz Noshim, Revelazar, this is the Revelazar who says, I don't care about loan documents, I care about Gittin, because it says Vikasav which again, according to Revelazar, means you cannot, he doesn't care about the signatures, he cares about the body of the document, you cannot write the body document before, because it has to be written Lushmah. Okay. So now let's try to put this together. Umrudamish. <laughs> Okay, so the Mishnah said by the get, what do you have to leave blank? You have to leave the name of the man, the name of the woman, and the location and the date. Okay, so. Location? No, actually, you don't have to leave it. You have to say what city they're from, but that's included in their names. Like Yehuda Ben Shimon from Queens. You know, okay. Sarah Bas uh, Yaakov from Queens. Fine. So. The, you, you don't have to leave anything else blank. You're good. So says the Gemara. You have to add one more. One more line has to be left blank by a get. The line of "You are mutter to everyone." That line, which is like the crux of what a divorce document is, you are hereby permitted to all people. That also has to be. That has to be written lishma. Okay. Now, who is this following that that has to be written lishma? Says it can't be Meir, because again, Meir only cares about the signatures. It must be Ravalazar. The Gemara says, Okay. Now, a couple things to point out. Does that make sense? So when the Mishnah says, I mean, I think if I would have asked you guys, I think you would have been able to figure this out. When it says in the Mishnah, you have to leave over the name, uh, the man, the name of the woman, the date. And now, who is the author of that? It's not Remeir, because Remeir doesn't care about any of this. Remeir says it can be pre filled out, he doesn't care. It's Ravalazar. Now, a couple of things, uh, two things a little bit strange. Um, it says, so the first line of the Mishnah, that's Ravalazar. Go to the end of the Mishnah. It's kind of strange that Ravalazar is found twice in the Mishnah and disagreeing with himself. <laughs> Because at the beginning he says that you could write the main body of the get except if you leave those lines. And then at the end he says, I hold it's an issue by Gittin. So it's a little bit of a strange thing that Ravalazar is now being quoted twice in the Mishnah. And in the first time he allows you to pre write documents of Gittin as long as you leave certain things. And in the end he's like, nah, it's all usr. So it's a stira in Ravalazar within the Mishnah itself. I just point that out, yeah? Okay. Um, the Gemara has a quick question that why Shmuel... If, if, again, this is one of those, if you're like a, a bucky and you've been following along for the last seven Daphim and you know the Gemara like backwards and forwards, you'll notice how we've had three Mishnayas. Each one, according to one opinion, has been Rav Lazar, and each one who said it's Rav Lazar is Shmuel. Shmuel is constantly saying... He says it three times in the past three Mishnai's. He says it by a Mishnah and Daf, I think, Chavalef, that talks about how you're not allowed to write a get that's attached to the ground unless you have to detach it and then sign it. And Revol- and Rashmuel says, no, no, it doesn't mean sign it. It means you have to detach and then you can write the body of a get. You cannot write the name and date and location. Why? It's attached to the ground. Why? Because it follows Rav Lezer. So that's Shmuel saying that one Mishnah follows Rav Lezer. Then you have the next Mishnah, which talked about how a woman can write the get herself if she knows how to write it, and then give it over to the husband. And then the husband can have it signed. Shmuel says, that's following Rav Lezer. It has to be, when it's signed, it means the body of the get has to be written Lashma. Okay, and now you have this one, Rav Lezer. So Shmuel's saying three Mishnahis in a row, Rav Elazer, It's like we get it. We get it? you like Rav Lezer, you want the Mishnahis to flow like Rav Lezer. why do you have to constantly like explain each Mishnah, it's Rav Lezer, it's Rav so, Like, I, I get it, okay, Shmuel Shita is that the Mishnahis in Gittin are following Rav It's a strange question because it's like, well, I, I, each one needs to be clarified, but the Gemara says, the Gemara says like this, uh, why does Shmuel have to say three Mishnaiyas in a row are all Ravalazar? Why? I'll tell you what. The first one he had to explain it being Ravalazar is because if you remember, again, I'm not going to get too far into the weeds on this one, but if you go back to Daf Chaf, I think the Mishnah said, you're not allowed to write when it's attached to the ground. Then the Mishnah, next words are, if it was written when it's attached to the ground and then you detach it and you sign it, it's fine. And it was a straight up contradiction. You said it's not allowed and then you said it is allowed. So the Mishnah, so the Shmuel says, oh, it's Rav Lazar. Meaning, you're allowed to write the generic part what you're not allowed to write is the rest. So when it says you're not allowed to write and it says you are allowed to write, it's just talking about different parts of the document. Now over there, he was sort of forced. Shmuel had to get involved. Like Shmuel's an Amorah. He doesn't really want to get involved of who the is. like. He was sort of forced because there was a contradiction. And it was posed to him. It's like, hey, this Mishnah doesn't make sense. And he's like, okay, fine. I'll explain it. It's Reva See, he had to get involved in the first Mishnah because there was a contradiction and he had to address it. But says the Gemara, if all you had was the first one, I'd say, maybe over there, he, only that Mishnah he addresses and makes it Rav Lazar. Because there's a contradiction and it needs to be clarified. But the next Mishnah, what did the next Mishnah say? The next Mishnah said, a woman is allowed to write her own get and give it to the husband as a gift and then he could give it back to her. Why? These are the words of the Mishnah. Because the main part of the get is the signatures. Now that kind of sounds like Remeir. Shmuel then says, no, 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 it's Rav Lezer. Meaning if all you had was the first one, I would say the first one is Rav because you had to explain Rav because it's a contradiction. The next Mishnah, I would go with Remeir. To that, the is no, Shmuel says, no, both are Rav Lezer. Okay? So the first one he had to explain Ravelazar because it's a contradiction. The second one, the Chiddush is that it's a Ravalazar, even though it says the main part of the document is the signatures, which is not Revelez's lingo. This last mission of the Chiddush is to explain the first part of the Mishnah is a is a big Chiddush, I'll tell you why. Because who's the author of the last line of our Mishnah? Ravelazar. So to say that the first part of our Mishnah is Revelezar and the end of our Mishnah is Revelazar. It's a strange thing, and it's a bit of a chiddush. So Shmuel had to go through each mishnah and make a chiddush and say it's Rav it's Rav and it's Rav And you would not have been able to figure that out on your your own. No one would look at the first part of this mishnah and say it's Rav because the last line of the mishnah is Rav So why? How would the first line of the mishnah and the last line of the mishnah be both Rav when they're saying different things? Which is a contradiction. We're going to address like in a moment. But the point is that's a chiddush. Okay, fine. Now the Gemara says like this. This is the main part. I, I want. I want just. Put that part aside. The Mishnah said you're allowed to write a get. You're allowed to pre-write a get as long as you leave over the name, name, date. Mipnei hatakana. This is a takana. What do you mean it's a takana? Mm-hmm. A takana means like Chazal are like, hmm, we'll allow it. Now takanas can go either way. Taka- takanas can be like we'll allow you to predate We're allowed. We'll- what you're doing to this. Think about what's happening over here in the Mishnah. The cipher a, a get, is a 100% of a document, right? It's 100% filled out, 100%. The Mishnah is allowing you to predate, let's say, 70% of it, right? If you think about it, because you can't do the signatures, you can't do the, the dates, and you can't do the location, and you can't do hariyat mater s'chobim. So let's say it's about 70% of the document, is allowed, you're allowed to fill it out before. The Mishnah says, B'pnei takana so that could go either way. That could be a takana is to allow you to do seven percent, or a takana is to not allow you to do thirty percent. Like, what's the takana element of it? Who is the takana for? Takana means we're helping somebody. Who are you helping? What are you allowing, and who are you helping? So there's a couple of explanations. Let's go with the first one. Says the Gemara, "My takana, I'm somebody takana soifer." It's the for the to help the cipher Meaning, according to Rav what's the main part of the get that you can cannot write before? It's the dates, the names. And Harayat Muteris fine. That, that part for sure not. The truth is, Rav if you'd ask him personally, and Harayat Muteris Lechol that line. The truth is, if you'd ask Rav he would actually tell you, I'd rather you not write anything before. Why? Even the generic part. Gezerah, right? So if you'd ask Rav personally, he would actually say, let's not write anything before. Let's just all write it when you get there. So who's that Takana for? That Takana is allowing you to write 70% for You know who it's for? It's for the sofa. It helps his parnosa to have a stack of them already pre-filled out. So that when people come, he could be like, here you go, easy. Makes his life a lot easier. So he doesn't have to spend the time writing. So the takana is allowing any part of it to be written before, and it's the takana to help the cipher. Okay. Gumara says, okay. And the truth is that if you'd ask Rav Allah, he would actually tell you, I don't want you to write anything before. Even the generic part, why? Gezeiro, <laughs> Rav Lozar, actually would ask writing anything before. So why is he allowing anything? It's to help the cipher, to make life a little easier. Think about it, by the way. How much more complicated would it be for a Rav if you had to write a Ksuba from scratch every single time? So that's in essence what we have. Our, our Ksubas are Rav getting It's pre-filled out minus the date, location, and the word Kinyana. The, it's, it's, it's missing the main points but the generic part we allow you to pre-fill and it's to help the Rabbanim this is to help the Siphon. that's it now so if you go flow in the Mishnah so it allows you to pre-fill out the generic part to help the decipher then the rest of the Mishnah says rev Yehuda Asr's all documents so we're allowing all documents both in and monetary documents you could fill out the generic part rev Yehuda Asr's all documents and Rav allows all documents except for Gittin. Why is Rav Yehuda so strict? The answer is very simple. Rav Yehuda does not allow the generic part to be written in any document because he feels that if you write the generic part, you'll come to write the specification. So he's against writing anything. And he's against loan documents because it might come to do it by Gittin. So according to Rav Yehuda, The main thing he's afraid of is he does not want pre-filled out Gittin with all the information pre-filled. But because of that, he's assuring everything. He's assuring the generic part by Gittin, Gezerah. He's assuring the generic part by loan documents, Gezerah, across the board. That's where I view this take. That's where I view the asses every... You can't pre-fill out out generic information on any form of a document because Gezerah, generic, are to the main, and Gezerah are to Gittin. Ravlozar, he says like this. I'm going al- to disallow all forms of pre-filling out of, mon- uh, of I'm going to allow all loan documents, deeds of sale that's fine, you could pre-fill that up before the generic part, you can't do it by a get why? Rav Lazar Rav, Lazar, Rav Lazar feels like this there's no concern that if I'm allowed to do something by a loan document, it's going to lead to me doing something by a get, so loan documents are fine, deeds of sale are fine He's not gezer that. He doesn't go as far as Jehuda. But he feels that within the get itself, he won't allow you to even write the generic part because gezerah, I meaning he sort of makes one gezerah. He doesn't make a double gezerah. So Rebbe does not allow you to write the generic part, gezerah by a get. Because if you allow the generic part by a get, you might come to fill out the, the main, the torif. But he allows you to fill out the generic part by a loan document because no one's going to make the jump from loan to get. Okay, so in essence, what we have so far is the Mishnah starts off by saying, you're allowed to write the generic part by a get, and that's to help the Sofram. It follows Rav Lazar, and Rav really should ask her everything, but to help the Sofram out, we're going to allow you to fill out the generic part. So you are allowed to write the generic part by get, and that follows Rav Lazar. Rav Yehuda assers everything, and then Rav Lazar says, you can't fill out the generic part by get. That's literally how the Mishnah flows according to this. The first part which allows generic part is Revelazar. review you the Asrs. And Revelozar says, I'm okay with loan documents. You cannot fill out the generic part by getting so it starts off by saying you can, and now we're interpreting that as Revelozar, and then it ends with saying Revelazar says, Chutz No, you can't. So that's a contradiction within the Mishnah itself. You have Revoluzar being quoted twice, one allowing the generic part by a get, and we're not geyser that you might come to write the most important part, and then the end saying, no, you can't. So that's a contradiction. So the Gemara says, now before we get to addressing that contradiction, the Gemara just has one part that's a little bit funny. It says, one more part, we have a contradiction, that we'll put aside. One more part that's a little bit strange in the Mishnah. Rav at the end of the Mishnah does not allow you to write the generic part, Why? because if you do the generic part, you might come to write the main part. Shenemar v'kasavla. Uh, Shenemar kind of sounds like it's do According to Rav Velazar, is the iser do of pre-filling out? The main part. The names, the location, hare meteras That's oser do-reisa, because v'kasav. The Mishnah's chidosh is that, according to Rav Elazar, you can't even fill out the generic part Gezerah ought to, Shenemar. Shenemar, you hear the problem? Rav Lozer is saying in the mission, you're not allowed to fill out the generic part of the get because we're concerned lest you come to fill out the main part. That's a rabbinic problem. Shenemar law as the Pasek says, law, um, you're mentioning a rabbinic problem, not a biblical problem. law the Pasek is referring to the main part of the get, the terif, the names, the dates. That's what the Pasuk is having a problem with. You, Rav Eleazar, are extending that to prohibit the generic part, and you're saying, That's not... You, you, it's a subtle problem that the Kosav, which is a biblical issue, is talking about the names, dates, and locations. You're telling me in the mission you're not allowed to fill out the generic part because of a Okay, that's fair, but you're saying, Okay. Shinamar implies Doraisa. So the answer is Elam Meshum of So Rashi says, you know, you have to this is how you have to read it. Because there's a biblical problem by the names, dates, and location, we're gonna asser gezerah. So when it says shanammar, it doesn't actually mean because of the biblical. It's because we're afraid of getting close to the biblical. So when it says shenemar, it, it's a little misleading. Don't read the Mishnah as saying that it's a biblical problem. It's not a biblical problem. It's a rabbinic problem. But Shinemar, because there is a biblical um, requirement, we're afraid that you'll get to the rabb- biblical requirement, so we're going to put up a fence. Okay, so you have to basically read it as that it's a fence, even though it's a shenemar. It, it means a fence. Okay. Back to the original problem, which is the contradiction in Rav Lozer. Rav Lozer says... That you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to write the in the first part of the Mishnah. He allows you to write the generic part to help out the sofrim. In the end of the Mishnah, he says you're not allowed to because of gazer. So, what does Rav Elazar hold? So the Gemara says go to the next page. Kasha the Rav Elazar, Rav Lazar. It's a contradiction. Rav Lazar. The answer is you're right. Trei Rav It's uh, it's two students who heard different things from Rav Elazar. You're right. It's a it's a contradiction. Okay, so we start off by saying that the Mishnah says it allows you to write seventy percent of the get. <laughs> what does that mean? so he said really you shouldn't be allowed to write anything but they're going to allow you to write 70% of the get pre-filled out to help the sofram now we're going to have two different approaches the Gemara says <laughs> this, okay, this is the shot. It's a funny concern really says Rav Shapsi the truth is our Mishnah follows our mayor. according to our mayor, are you allowed to fill out pre-fill out the whole get? yeah the only thing other than the signatures the mayor doesn't care about anything other than the signatures the truth is you should be allowed to fill out the names also but atakana means to protect shalom bias why imagine i imagine a guy goes in a woman goes in to buy her husband a nice gift she's going to get him a nice mezuzah she walks into the sofa's place and you know like they have like you know on the walls <laughs> and it says know gavin bought Ball- no, no no but it says no, no no it said it says you know it says avram ben moshe from queens is divorcing sarah ben ya Basyake from queens and she's like she's like that's that's my name that's my husband's name he pre-ordered a get that monster and then it, even though the, the cypher the guy actually did it the cypher he's clever he knows who in the neighborhood is married, maybe he knows whose marriages are rocky, and he's just filling out. He's just pre-filling out, pre-filling out. And he's got a wall of pre-filled out Gittin, everyone in his shul. So the, really the truth is, it should be Rav Meir and it should be Mutter to fill out everything. It's a Takana for shalom Bayis that we don't allow them to fill out the names to protect, it says the Gemara, Rav The truth is it follows our Meir. And you should be allowed to fill out the names and dates and location also. Because he doesn't care about the body of the get at all. So why are you not allowed to? It's to protect from fighting. Why? She's going to find that the decipher wrote a get. Again, the body of the get with her name on it and her husband's name. And she's going to think that the husband ordered it. About that, and they're going to fight over it. So according to this, it's to protect Shalom that we're not allowing. So the first one is we're allowing 70% to make the ciphers like easier, And now it's we're not allowing 100% to protect Shalom A third pshat. He actually says it's because of Aguna problems. Now what does that mean? So this is there's going to be two pshatim of what he means. Either he means Rameir or Ravalazar, And the word Aguna is going to mean very different things depending on who you hold. The Gemara says, Lo, Rav, Rav Chizdar just got up and he said this Takana is to protect Agunas now he didn't explain what What do I mean it could work according to Rav Meir or it could work according to Rav Lezer. let's plug it in and you'll see the word Aguna is going to mean something very different depending on who you hold we're obviously familiar with Aguna means a woman whose husband uh, messed her up but he says like this According to this shot, he's like this. He feels that if I was our mayor, again, according to our mayor, you should be able to pre fill out the entire thing. But Takana, we don't allow you to fill out the whole thing, not because of the reason before, because it's going to lead to a fight, but it's very simple. If you ever, there's a concept that we're going to see later on in the Mesechta that they fold up the get. But by a kayan they fold it up a certain way it's folded up 12 times in a certain way why because it's to delay the giving it takes an added two three minutes because once a kayan divorces his wife there's no taking it back we don't want divorces to be too easy So says Rav Chizda, it really follows Rav Meir. And really, you should be able to pre-fill out the whole get. We don't allow you to fill out the whole get. Why? Because of Aguna. Aguna in this terminology means divorce. It doesn't mean Aguna as in leaving her messed up. It means divorce. We don't want divorces to be too easy. If you could just go into the store and be like, oh, that's my name. Thank you. Uh, Quick purchase, you know, PayPal, just click divorce. It's going to be the second you have a fight, you're just going to go into the store and be like, I will take two gavin's here no no, you know what I mean? i'll take two my name fill it up i'm gonna take two I'm just gonna keep one in my back pocket and the second is a fight there you go we want it to not be filled out because of aguna meaning of divorce it, it, it can't be that easy you got to go to the cipher and you got to say here's my name here's her name here's the date let's fill it out let's fill out the time just the locations slow it down it's to slow down the process it's too easy to get divorced if it's already pre-filled out that's according to a mayor the second Pshat is, or it could be Revelazar, and that word Aguna does not mean divorce, it means Aguna. The Gemara says, <speaking in Hebrew> or the Pshat is that it follows Revelazar. According to Revelazar, really you shouldn't be able to write anything. Because again, according to Revelaza, you're not allowed to write the main body. That's Asadoraisa. And really Revelezar would not want you to write the generic part. We're gonna allow you to write the generic part. Why? To protect from Agunas. I'll tell you why. The guy is going on a very long trip and it's dangerous he's a good dude he'll divorce his wife like they used to do in the in the in the bezdin of in the army of david he goes to the store and he's like do you have anything pre-filled out i got i got a flight to catch and they're like no we reveleza doesn't allow us to pre-fill out anything he's like all right she'll be fine i don't care bye-bye and then he could be lost at sea and she'll be an actual laguna so it's like, the first shot is, we don't allow you to fill out the whole thing because we don't want to make it too easy to divorce. This is that we allow you to fill out the generic part, even though Revelos is not a big fan, to make it a little bit easier to divorce because if it's hard to divorce your wife, then there'll be women that are goodness. Like imagine if a guy who's refused to give his wife a get, and they put up posters about him, fine. Finally, he's getting pressure and he's like, I will divorce my wife in the next 20 minutes. I have there's a break in the actions halftime. I got twenty minutes. Let's do it. If 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 it could be already pre filled out, that'll make your life a lot easier. If it's not gonna be pre filled out, it'll make it harder. So depending on who you hold, we're gonna allow it to pre filled, but not allow it to be fully filled. Either it's for a mayor and to avoid too much divorces, or it follows our and to allow a little bit of divorce to avoid agunas. Okay. Fine. I forgot that. I forgot that you have different uh, rings for different people. Um, so the Gemara says like this. Okay. Now here's the kasha. Kaposik vitani, right? The Mishnah said you're not allowed to pre-fill out the date. We've had this before for like ten dafim. That there's an issue with pre-dating a get, right? We've had this before. You can't pre-date a get. It's a concept. That's what the Mishnah basically says. You can't predate the get. You got to leave the date. You can't just fill out the dates now. It has to be filled out at the time of the writing. Now, the Mishnah makes no distinction of whether the divorce is being written when she's in Arisa or in Asua, Right? Eirasa means just after Kedushan or Nesun is after a full marriage. It makes no distinction. You're not allowed to predate a get either way. Okay, that's fair. Right, right. The Mishnah makes the Mishnah basically says you can't pre, pre-date a get because it says you can't fill out the date before, which means it has to be filled out at that time because you can't pre-date a get. That's fair. That's not a Chiddush. We've had that ten dafim already. The Chiddush is that you're not allowed to pre-date a get under all circumstances. It doesn't matter whether you're divorcing her after kedushin, or you're divorcing her after nisuin. Okay, that's fair. So far, not too tricky. Kaposik v'tani, it makes a clear rule: loishna You're not allowed to pre-date a get. Now let me explain the next two, two two minutes outside. It should it should be not that complicated. If anyone has a good memory, why are you not let a predate a get? So it was Two reasons. I don't forgot who said what. Oh no no. Ravieran said what that means is two reasons. Why can't I fill out a get? Listen, I'm divorcing her June fifteenth but I bought the get. I got it written up June 11th, I just wanted it to be it's predated, it's fine, what's the problem? So there's two problems, either the problem is we're afraid of adultery meaning, if you allow a predate a get then what's going to happen is he marries his niece so he cares about her independent of his wife it's, it's family she comes home and she's like, I committed adultery they have witnesses, they're going to kill me so he's like, here's what, I, I got you when did you commit adultery? June 15th? I'm a again for June 11th. If anybody asks you, we were divorced, oops. That's the problem, right? That's a big issue, understood. The second concern was a financial concern, and that is that when the time they're married, the husband has rights to the payress of her nichse mulug, but not to the actual property, which means that as long as they're married, he has the rights to the produce. Now, when they get divorced June 15th, when the actual, it's, it's written and signed, Right? he has rights till June 15th, but because it's predated to June 11th, she could sue him unlawfully for four days worth of Paris and say, pay me back. We were divorced. And he's like, we were not divorced. I, it was signed June 15th. She said, well, what's the date? June 11th. And he's going to be sued for four days because he took nix malug even though he took it rightfully, she's going to say that it was unlawful. Okay. So it's either a financial concern because of nix malug or it's adultery. Why can't I predate a get if we never actually were married? We just had Kedushin. Right? If it's adultery, it's the exact same concern. Because if a woman after Kedushin commits adultery, she gets the death penalty. It's the exact same concern. You don't get Nihse Malug after Kedushin. So what are you concerned about? According to Rish Lakish, that the whole issue of predating a get is because of financially Nihse Malug, that the husband has rights to the payers. And then, and sh- and she's going to sue him on. Lo- there is no peris. You don't get nechse malug after kedushin. So why, according to Rish Lakish, why can't I predate a get after kedushin? There's no financial responsibility. And he doesn't believe of the concern of adultery. Again, adultery. It's the exact same concern. She's going to commit adultery. You'll predate it so that it seems like she was single when she wasn't. I understand that. But if the concern is Nechzei Malug, there is no Nechzei Malug after Kedushin. Nechzei Malug only triggers after Nesuin. So why can't you predate a get after Kedushin? That's a good question. So the Gemara says, Bishleim imina Nesuin, I'm sorry, in uh, what is the problem with predating again? According to Rish Lakish, there is no financial concern anyway you don't get finances after erison. So says the Gemara. You know what the concern is? Umr of Amram, The Vlad. The truth is, Ula once was asked this kasha. And he said it's to help the baby. To help the baby, and he says loyadana. And I, I did I, I never understood what he meant. He just said it's to help the baby. You got to help the baby. So, so what, what's the pshat? By the way, there were some rabbinim like that. Like Rechaim brisky used to say like things like that also. Like they'd ask him a shayla after shir about kedushin, and he would say it's a kinyan isha, it's not a kinyan chayvus. And stop. Like and you figure that out. Like that's your job. You figure it out. And they would have machiks about what he meant. So he just he was asked the Kasha, he says, I don't know, why you predating a get? Why can't you predate a get after an Ayus? And he said, It's to help the baby. So he says so they never understood what he meant until they got to the following b'risa The following b'risa says, will get la rusasi and This is basically the problem of an old get. I've mentioned this kind of before that. From the time the get is written, if the husband and wife live together, it becomes a puzzle get. Why? So the Bryce says, what if a guy, <laughs> he has Areson, so he didn't actually do the chuppah yet. The is a week away. He knows this is not going to last. So he says to the sofa, write a get now. Let's write a get. I'm going to use it in about a week. Because maybe, actually, maybe he just wants to get married to get like the gifts. Like He, he knows this is not going to last. <laughs> and he's like, listen, I, I'm, I'm going to... So, write the get now, and I'll write it now, date it now, and I'm just going to deliver it after the Nisuin. The halach is no good. Why? So, what's the problem? It says, the braisa. I'll tell you why. Just think about it like this. Just think about it in the dates wise. Yeah? The Nisuin takes place June 15th. June 11th, it has it written up. Now, they're, they're just after Arisim, it's predated. Okay, so what's the problem? He wants to give it June 17th. Two days after the Nisun. Here's the problem. June 15th, they get married. They live together. She becomes pregnant. Okay, that's perfectly fair for a married couple to become pregnant, have a child. Nine months later, she gives birth. Everything's so good. Everything's great. 20 years later, they want her to go to seminary. 18 years later, they want to look into her, uh, her Frumkei level. They say, when, when, when were you born? And they say, and... Uh, when were you born you figure out the date can we see your parents divorce document you were born nine months after june 15th okay um when were they divorced june 11th because the gate that the get indicates they were divorced before nesuin it means that that child was after divorce it was just out of wedlock I mean not out of voidlock. It means that they, after divorced, had a night together and actually had a baby. And that baby, and that baby, was not actually from marriage. It's a guy and a girl had a baby. Which, by the way, it doesn't mean that she's a mamzer. She's not a mamzer. But I gotta tell you, kohanim won't marry her, and it's gonna be hard to marry a very yeshivish guy because and and she is and it's not like it's not like it's out of voidlock. They were actually fully married. It's just that because the get is predated, it indicates that if the get if the get is in the, if the get says June 11th. They're divorced. But they only got married June 15th and he gave the get a week later. It's a predated get. Meaning, right, the, the, it's predated for when the Nesuun took, before before the chuppah. Yeah? They had Kedushan and then a month later they're having the chuppah. Fully married couple. Not from, like, from, she's an ashes-ish, yeah? He writes the get now. It's dated for now. But he gives it to her after they have a wedding. After the full chuppah, Mazel tov, after the full chuppah. He gives it then, a week later, but it's predated from before the chuppah. No, it's not a How is it a What do you mean? No, the point is, he gave the get later, but the get indicates that that they were never actually married. They never actually had a chuppah. The get indicates that the get, the get indicates that the divorce took place before the chuppah. Because the get... Correct. It's a predated get. Right, right. How is she aishasish? Like yeah, yeah. I think we're missing something. <laughs> yeah uh, uh, John, John, and Jill are getting married. They already have kedushin, so there. There. She is an aishasish. Okay. He has the get written. The wedding takes place, Aleph of Tishrei, Rosh Hashanah. They're getting married. Not allowed. I don't care. I'm just going for this (laughs) purpose. Okay? They're getting married Aleph Tishrei. But he has it predated for Elul. They get married. They stay together. They have a big fight in Sukkos. And he gives her the get then. The get 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 then. Exactly. So the get indicates so they're really divorced. They were married on Rosh Hashanah. They were married on Yom Kippur. They were married on Sukkot. They're only divorced when the get is actually delivered. But the get indicates for future history that they were actually never married. The get indicates that they were divorced by the time of the erisin. So when the baby is born, it seems like the baby was born out of wedlock. It seems like the baby was born. It seems like the baby was born that after the divorce took place. It sounds like it sounds like they were a divorced couple that just lived together in sin, like any other couple living in sin, and they had a baby, and she became pregnant out of that because it sounds like they were divorced already in Elul, but the baby was conceived in Tishrei, so it makes it indicates that the girl was not born after a marriage; It was born after a divorce. Oh, okay. So it doesn't make her a mamzer, but you're not going to want to marry such a person. But the Ksuba. Would say that they were married. The ksuba Okay, so, so Teisvis does talk about the fact that it does indicate in the get, it says Eirussin. You're right. If you do investigate it enough, you'll be able to tell that there was a wedding and it was predated. Maybe. Yeah, also, you, you, so now you're also relying on other documents. Right? You Now you need a ksuba. To undo the mess up that you made with predating the get, so the point is over here. So Gemara says, "That's the same reason why you can't predate a get." We asked the according to Ravish that the whole issue with predating a get is financial. Said, so "How come you can't predate a get when it's after erisin?" The answer is because if you predate a get after Arison and then it's used after the, then they get married and then it's given and it's before, it'll indicate that the baby was born. It's the same problem. It'll indicate the baby was born out of wedlock when he wasn't. That's why you can't predate again because you have to know when she conceived. Because it indicates that the baby was potentially born after divorce when she wasn't. At least she got a green card, That's true. The, the, the Gemara says like this Umrav Zerah Umrav Abba Barshil Amrav Nunasaba Umrav Adabarava Umrav Haloha Kiravalazer The Halacha follows Ravalozer. That's you're not allowed to write the generic part of the get. Gezerah Otto you might come to write the main part of the get. Okay, fine. Ravelozer. Kari the Tovina de And Rav said about Ravalozar that he is the choicest of the Rabonim. Tovina de Chachimi. I think that's what he means. He was the the, the the greatest of the wise men. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. Now, Rav Lozar holds you're not allowed to write the generic part of a get, because we're concerned. But you could, re- you could pre-fill out the generic part of a, of a deed of sale, of a loan document. Rav Lozar doesn't care about that. The question is, and that seems to be how we paskin. That we paskin, like Rav Lozar, that a loan document, a deed of sale, can be pre-filled out. Okay, that's fair. By the way, I, I have no problem with that. Here's the question, though. Homer of Papi Mishmeda Rava. Didn't Rav Papi say the name of Rava? Hai Ashrosa didayni. Dimichtava sadi Pesula. Alma Mirsi kashikra Hakanami mechzi Okay, it's like this. Uh, let's say I have a... me and You lent me money and I have a, a, a document that attests to that. And it's filled out with ADIM, and I say, you, you know, you owe me money. And you're like, Those are not good witnesses. So we've had this before. There's a concept, you verify the witnesses. So what do you do? You either get the witnesses themselves to go to court, or you get people who recognize the witnesses, they go to court. Now, what happens when you go to court? You go to court, those two witnesses say, That's my testimony, that's my handwriting, that's my handwriting. So what does Besden do? They take a, a document that they like staple to the document, they take a paper, and they say, We, the Besden, we, the undersigned Besden saw the testimony of these two witnesses and they said it's good they write it they sign it and then it's signed by adam okay what happens if i come into court and i'm like listen hey um i need a document verified i got the Adam; they're coming they're on they're on they're in traffic they'll be here in 20 minutes so bezin's like all right let's just do this let's pre-fill out the paper that said we the undersigned heard the testimony whatever we won't they didn't hear the testimony yet. They just pre-filled it out. Yeah. And then when the witnesses when come in, then they'll sign it. What should be the problem? You're not allowed to do that. Why? It's mirzikah shukr. Writing a document that says we heard the information when you didn't, it looks like you're writing a lie. Even though you did nothing wrong. So like if you want me to pre-fill out a document before it looks like you're signing a lie, because at the time where you wrote it, nothing had taken place yet. That's called Michzik HaShikro. It it doesn't look right. You understand the case? For Besdin to pre-fill out, we, the undersigned Besdin, have verified this document, even though they didn't sign it, (laughs) but merely writing that before hearing the testimony of the witnesses, it looks like a lie. It's not a good optic. So the Gemara says, then any loan document that's pre-filled out, even if it's pre-filled out, the generic part, shouldn't that be a lie? Because think about it. You're going to, we're used to it with Ksubas. But you have a part of the document was pre-filled out. And then it's signed later. Like, wh- why is that not a lie? It's like, it, it was, you know, like J- January 10th, you filled out the other parts, but it was written a week before. At the time it was written, it was a lie. Yes, it doesn't have the information of who loaned who, but this document says we the blank undersigned attest that blank loaned blank this amount of money on this blank date. It kind of looks fake because, conceivably, you could look at it as it looks like a lie that you're writing, that you're signing a document that was pre-filled out before any transaction took place. So the Gemara thinks that it should look like a lie. By the way, the case of the Bezin is a little bit worse, because the case of the Bezin is they're writing, we heard testimony, and we, the undersigned, heard testimony before the testimony even came in. On but the, an existing case as well. Huh? On an existing, On an existing case. case. correct. It is a little worse, but the Gemara says, why don't you say that every pre-filled k'sub is a lie? Every pre-filled k'sub is a lie. So the Gemara says, nachman. the truth is no, um, it's, it's not accepted. Meaning, I'll, I will end with this, the truth is, we paskin that it's not a lie at all. I'll prove it to you. Every single sheet of Rav Meir, right? According to Rav Meir, you could have a pre-filled out document that you find in the trash and use it as long as it's signed. Oh, what it looks like a lie. Just, it doesn't look like a lie. We're not concerned. I, I don't think this looks like a lie. I could see that Besden is a little bit worse. For a Besden to write, we the undersigned Besden, verified this document without hearing testimony, and then it's signed later. That looks like a lie. That's not okay. That's not Yasher. But to get a Ksuba that's pre-filled out without the names and dates and location, oh, let's see. even if it is filled out, as long as it, and you don't need Lashma I don't, I don't it look like a lie. I don't know people know that the signing is what makes it i, I don't i don't i don't see it. the gemara feels that that is not a lie at all the gemara says right, we've had this teaching before Rav Meir, who believes that the only thing that matters is his signatures. what would to say? if you go to the back you're walking down the street you have a miserable marriage so you just hang around in the trash heaps and you find that there's a document in the trash that has it's a get that's pre-filled out, it has your name, it has your wife's name, it has the location, and it has today's date. You're oh, like, shit. you're like, this is from God. You take it, you sign the bottom, you could use it. Because it's a I, Why aren't you concerned that it looks like a lie? The answer is, it doesn't look like a lie. <laughs> why does it look like a lie? I signed <laughs> it now. What do I care if it was pre-filled? The Gemara says, rabban, lepikidere, meir, lepikidere, noshim, Even the abundant, their objection is because they feel that it has to be written Lishmah. But if you don't hold that it's L'shma, when it comes to other stars, there's no concern of a lie I'll prove it to you another time I'll prove it to you another time okay one more case and then we'll end with this um, you you loan me money a thousand dollars today's date 611, 2023 right so that means that right now there is a, lo- a lien on my property for that that amount. I pay you back the thousand dollars in an hour. Perfect. I call you an hour later, all within today's day, and I'm like, can I borrow another thousand? So like, yeah, sure, okay. You, you have the money, I just gave it to you. So you give it back to me. So I'm borrowing the same thousand a second time, and I'm like, you know what, can I just, I'm just gonna reuse the original document. It's the same money, it's the same date. it's the same people. You can't do that, why? Because the lien of the property took place at the time of the first loan, took place at the time of the first loan. This is a new lien. It requires a new document. Notice, says the Gemara, mishum shibudal in, mishum shikra Nobody says you need a new document because it looks like a lie. The only reason you need a new document is because there's a new lien and therefore it requires a new document. There's no concern that it looks like a lie. What's the answer? It doesn't look like a lie. Or we're not concerned of it looking like a lie. We have a special, special Chumrah for bezdin. But we're not concerned that it looks like a lie. I'll just end with this. Um, you should know that there's a shita. Most paiskim, the overwhelming majority of paiskim, hold that if you have a ksuba that's written and signed at a Kenyan that day, even if the chuppah t- takes place at night, which happens all the time, there's no problem. I, the khop is taking place a different night. The answer is because we signed it today, the Kenyan was made today. Today is when all the financial responsibilities takes place. What's the problem, right? The whole issue. A is a financial document. I know we hang it on the walls to make it fancy. It's a it's a financial document. So the problem with predating or postdating is that the, the, the financial document takes an, it takes place when you have the Adam sign it with the Kenyan. If that all takes place during the day, no problem. Rush Mizaman was against it. Why? Because Rush Mizaman said in addition to the financial document, they're signing a document that says we saw they got married and they didn't get married yet. So he feels that it's mixikah which a little bit has to do with the okay. I will stop here.